Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good evening, Sherry. Good evening, Michael. How are you? I'm very good. I'm experiencing snow for the first time in a long time, which Woo! is fun. Aha. Yes. And how are you? It's great. I'm not experiencing snow, <laughs> and I'm delighted. <laughs> I mean, it, it's beautiful, isn't it? And then so are sunny skies. Yes. Yeah, we're in the novelty mm-hmm. mode right now. So. Right in the, woo, yeah. <laughs> and that's a good one. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's fun. And I have an announcement here. Oh, great. If you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. For a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And I have some reminders here, Sherry, before we start, unless you have something else you'd like to... No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm good. Okay. To make a show to indicate your desire to talk with Sherry tonight, please press star six and then one. And a conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes is great. Uh-huh. And right. I have a call here for us. All right. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? <laughs> hey, Jerry and Michael. It's Jeff in North Carolina. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Um, so, uh, <laughs> first of all, I just want to say briefly that uh, I just wasn't expecting to get unmuted, <laughs> and not first. And and I just saw the smile come to my face. <laughs> So that was just really right. fun to to see. Well, and it's it, to me the the really you know helpful practice place is that we have expectations with everything, <laughs> right? Even though we yeah. we can't we can't possibly know, and yet there we are. Right, right. I wouldn't have seen it. I, I don't know if this is That's what right. but, what you're pointing, but I wouldn't have seen it until the expectation doesn't happen the way, you know, uh, the expectation says things will happen. Yeah, Yeah. and then what we get to do with that information is realize, you know, just kind of watch for it, that that's going on all the Mm -hmm. time, that Mm -hmm. ego is constantly predicting whether in a way that we're aware of or not, predicting what's going to happen, and then we're either happy about it or we're unhappy about it. But the whole thing is such a setup because if we weren't expecting, if ego weren't looking ahead with how life is going to be, then of course we would just be present. We'd just be in the moment. And then, then the magic of that, of course, is we'd be happy with everything. Yeah, right, and and as you say, and present to it, which means really experiencing it. That's right. Uh, That's right. Here it, for it, instead of. Uh, so I mean, this was this was good. You weren't expecting to get unmuted, and you were. So yay, right? So 
you know, we feel like we sort of won or got lucky or what, whatever it is, you know, it's on the plus column. But then say you didn't, you know, you really had something that you wanted to talk about and you, you really wanted and you didn't get unmuted. And then there's yeah. the disappointment because the whole thing is being set up rather than, oh, well, I'm here. It'll either happen this way or that way. Who knows? But I'm here. Mm -hmm. So all through the process, you could be listening to other people and, and relating to what they're saying and what's being said to them. It could be a whole workshop. But where ego wants us is, no, no, I, I want to get unmuted because I, I have this thing that I want to talk. I want to get, I, I really need to get unmuted. I, I really want to get unmuted. And so I miss <laughs> everything that's going on. And that's what ego is attempting to do with us all the time. So people get up in the morning and they get, they get their um, marching orders, right? So this is the way the day is going to be and this is what's going to happen and that person's going to be there and this is that and then you'll go there and then you'll do that, and, right? And based on what? Nothing. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And um, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I see. I think I see that as uh, maybe. Uh, well, I see it with my with the to do list. Um, you know, at, whether at work or at home. That's the. That's the. Yeah. That's the big thing. Is that. Yes. Um, how, I, how I'm planning the, I'm planning the day. That's right. And that, Jeff, that's it right there. So what, what people get told is if you don't do that, this stuff won't happen. Yeah, it will. Mm. But it'll happen in lifetime. It'll happen at the appropriate time. It won't happen the way ego has laid it out. And the only reason to lay out the way something is going to go is that you're, it's not going to go that way. <laughs> and, then, and then we suffer over it, right? But if you have to, you know, you've got the laundry to do and you need to get, uh, I don't know uh, what goes on, but something for work and you need to meet somebody about something and you need to make those calls about that. And, and then ego looks at the day, the conditioned mind looks at the day and says, okay, then do this and this, and then, then you can do that, and then there'll be time for that, and then there'll be, okay. And it's not going to go that way, right? I mean, we've proved that to ourselves every day of our lives, right? It's just, it's such, a, such an anomaly, right, when a day goes the way we think it's going to go. So I'm really curious um you know, if you have a suggestion about how to practice with this, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I yes. know any more to say that. Yes, that. yes, yes, because <laughs> it, it's deeply spiritual, right? So the assumption is that you have something going on that is separate from life. Mm. But in fact, mm. life is living you. And life is living everything about your life. Mm. So life is perfectly <laughs> tuned into uh, doing the laundry and getting the dishes done and going to the grocery store and getting the stuff you need for school and all of that. Perfectly dialed into it because that's your life. So there are two ways to go about it. 
which is, and we do this all the time with the mentor, right? So you just put it out there. Okay, I have all these things. I, I, I make lists. I love to make lists, right? I make lists. And then I just watch when it's time to mark something off the list, which is very different <laughs> from I need to figure out how to make that happen. So let me see if I'm, I'm with you. Um, so make the list. So I'm, I, I and my, the mentor and I perhaps make the list. Um, well, and then, and, and Jeff, Jeff, it's not, it's not a big list, right? Uh-huh. It's, it, it's a, you know, it's a 12-hour <laughs> list, right? So mm-hmm. it's not necessary. I mean, you might know that, uh, you know, on the 28th of the month you need to, which is, of course, why I keep a calendar, and I think most people do, right? So on the 28th yeah. you need to write the check for, <laughs> okay. And so you look at that on the, on the 28th, and there will be time in the day when it just drops in for you to write the check. And it'll be perfect. You'll have the time. You'll be right where it needs to happen. It'll be, you, it'll be easy to mail it. It'll be perfect. So, uh, so it's make the list and then be present and, and watch how it all happens. Watch how it all unfolds. That's right. Well, rather than getting up into trying to figure out how it's all going to work. That's right. But there, there is a your part in this, okay? Because uh, okay. life is not going to sweep in, swoop in, come in, and make it all happen for you, right? So uh, it's the equivalent of, um, um, don't forget to write the, that check for the electricity. Mm-hmm. And you'll, if you're there, you'll hear that. And it'll be the perfect time to do it. So that's our part, is to be present to following life's guidance when it's given to us. And then it's, everything is very easy because there's no stress. And without the stress, it's easy to be present to listen for life's guidance. The reason we don't hear life's guidance is because we're off stressing around uh, in conditioned mind, worrying about how we're going to get things done. And for most people, that's how they don't get things done because they're off thinking about something when they could instead be doing whatever it is. Well, it's interesting because I, I was going to go, <laughs> that's the topic I was going to bring up tonight, which I won't at this point because we're, you know, I, this conversation went in a different way than I would have brought it up. And, but, but it, it's just, it, it's interesting that that has happened, um, that this is what we've ended up talking about in a different way than I would have brought it up. And, um, right. Perfect example, and, right? Yeah. And so the, the kind of maybe the last thing that that had occurred to me is um, I, I w- as you were talking, I, I was seeing the that it, it seems important for me to let go of the outcome. And that could make it a lot easier for me to be present and enjoy the present. If I'm not if I'm just well, you know, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Um, rather right. than, oh my that's God, I've got to get da 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 done. That's exactly right. And the way you phrase that, it goes from a, a focus on me to a focus on life. And again, mm-hmm. it's not like you're not living your life. You are. But the 
outcome that you're that you're going to receive is from life. So there will be times when you forget to write that check. You just forget. Mm. Okay, maybe it didn't drop in. <laughs> maybe it did and you weren't there. Okay? So there's no guarantee that things are going to go the way you want, that you're going to get the outcome you want. Awareness practice is not for having better control. Okay? Mm. So you, but the outcome you get will be the one that's perfect for you. So you forget to mm-hmm. mail the check. Okay? Now, do you go into a state? Do you, do you go into a rage? Does self-hate come in and, and beat you into a noodle? Um, you know what? Or do you just go, huh? Oh, that's really interesting. I wonder, huh? Wonder, wonder how that happened. Well, better call them right. up and get that check down to them. <laughs> but the attitude of this, wow, yeah, like this is this is really interesting. You know, this is it's just an adventure. It's an exciting adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah. and karma is well, not thank- an exciting adventure. Yeah. Ego is <laughs> right. not an exciting adventure. It is just not, as we both know. Yeah, even if I get it all done, in quotes. Oh, yeah. And, Who cares? And, but but, yeah. but you, from conditioned mind. That's right. You don't get any points for that. It's just going to point out all the other times you didn't or how you're not yeah. going to do it in the future. Yeah. So you, yeah. that just quickly before I let you go, we sure. could change yeah. it. Okay, we could change it. And, and we could say getting it all done was everything that happened today. There, I got it all done. Because here I am, and the day happened. Oh, I must have gotten it all done. <laughs> yes, well, a happier good. way to live. All right. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. Thank, thank you, Sherry. Bye now. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. And Sherry, that at the end there reminded me of one of my favorite things from you at, at the end of the day, which is, oh, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh? Well, it was a good day. Yeah, I was alive through the whole thing. Yeah, it's a good day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have another caller here. Next caller... You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Laura in Berkeley. Hi, hey, Laura. Laura. Hello. Um, well, I tried to put myself in the queue. I've been debating what to, what to talk about. So. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm hoping that. Um, but one thing that came up is I, I talked to you uh over the weekend about doing the process map, or two weekends ago, it was the process map, the getting what you want workshop, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that we talked about was that I had been thinking about finding another job. And, um, yeah, and it just, it feels like, um, yeah, I'm just watching my process around that, and I, I suspect that there's some identification <laughs> in <laughs> like in everything we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so we're so human. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, and I, I think that um, 
thing that you talked about was the difference between contribution and impact. Mm-hmm. And because um, that's that's part of you know the the process around this is I'm told that in my current role that I'm not doing like what you say I'm not doing anything I'm not uh, um, the, my work isn't having any impact and. Um, yeah, but then it's just an interesting place because it's like I do feel this desire, like I want to be helpful, <laughs> um, mm. which in a way is a selfish desire because it's like about me feeling fulfilled. Um, so, yeah, that's part well, of what I'm saying. it can be, Laura. It, it, it can mm-hmm. be, but it isn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, ego is always going to put that spin on anything right that mm. to make it to make it selfish or make it about you but you know mm-hmm. being somebody who's fascinated by history we can mm-hmm. look back for as far as there have been people that we know about and people have been trying to make an impact mm. and the thing that <laughs> the thing that life seems really to want us to get is that whatever impact we make is for as long as that lasts, and then it doesn't. Mm. So, right? So the world is essentially the way the world has always been. You know, we have mm-hmm. more sophisticated technology. That's about it. <laughs> you know, we haven't changed a lot. You know, if you look at the condition of the world, we haven't changed a lot. Um, and so, so we can, we can just know that. So what if you were to make an impact, what kind of mm-hmm. impact would you want to make? Which, of mm-hmm. course, to me, as awareness practitioners, brings us squarely back to uh, something like being helpful, being mm-hmm. kind, mm-hmm. Right? being caring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that is, anything, uh, nothing we do is actually going to make a difference. It, you know, we see it in the world of politics. You know, it swings mm-hmm. to the left, and then it swings to the right, and then it swings to the left, and it swings to the right. And it's just always been that way, right? Mm-hmm. Through every kind of government, every kind of society, it's always it just that, that ego duality, that pendulum is just swinging from side to side, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. where do we want to be in that? How, how do we want to be? Seems to me like that's mm-hmm. the that's the real question. Because are we going to make a difference with the world? Well, probably not by, you know, improving technology or, um, <laughs> you know, coming up with a better uh, uh, paperclip or something. Uh, that kind of impact is probably not all that helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard you say like the. I heard you say the how, like when you were talking. Yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah. how do you want to be? Because that's, that's going to be your impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be your contribution to, to, to life, to the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
So I don't know yeah. if we've ever talked about this, but oh, hmm. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, years ago, the one of the the best encouragements I ever gave to anybody, one of my favorites. Okay, this woman was in a relationship, a fairly long term relationship, and uh, and she was really ready to go. But mm-hmm. he's a really nice guy. He's just a really mm-hmm. nice guy. And there's nothing mm-hmm. whatsoever wrong with him. She just mm-hmm. was ready to do something different. And she felt mm-hmm. so bad, but she really wanted to go. Okay? Most of us can relate to that with something, some content in our lives, right? Yep. And so as we yep. talked about it, what, what I encourage her to do, just as part of awareness practice is, How about if you stay in the relationship until whether you stay or go is immaterial? Mm. Mm -hmm. Can you get a sense of that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that's the moment at which life usually opens a door for us, right, in in one, one way or another, right, because we're finished, with that mm-hmm. subject. We're ready yeah. to move on to another subject. But had she stayed or had she gone, we can sense the karma in that. The guilt and resentment yeah. if she stayed, eventually it ending badly because of the, mm-hmm. the guilt and the resentment. It, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if she stayed, if she left, <laughs> the guilt and the remorse and uh, all of those things would just taint whatever uh, she did next. But to stay until one is really finished, then mm-hmm. we're not looking for doors that we're going to open. Life is opening doors for us. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and it reminds me of when I took this job. Real, I was, you know, well, how's it going to be with my coworkers and how's it going to be? And I realized, well, I, I already know how my coworkers are going to be because they're going to be exactly like my own coworkers. Like, I just had this sense of, like, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to have the same issues. <laughs> I'm gonna, in terms right. of like, <laughs> I'm going to be me. People are going to be people. Work is going to be work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think in that sense, I do feel, it's like, I feel, like, there, I think there is, there is something I'm really excited about pursuing with work and all that and finding, you know, finding a new role. But I, I do just feel a little bit, um, what's the word, uh, suspicious, you know, because it, it, has, it has a little bit of a feel of that ego campaign of like, go get this new kind of job and then you'll be happy. Then you'll feel yes, fulfilled. This, new, then, this, this new, new and shiny, right? Yeah. Do, do yeah. that and then everything then you'll have, then it'll be wonderful. Then you'll be happy. Then you'll, yeah. And as practitioners, we know that's just not true. Now, if you want another job simply because you want another job, right, right. then that's fine, right? You, you can buy a different car without hating your old car or thinking your new car is going to change your life. Yes. Just a new car, right? Yeah. Just a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. Then, then we're not vulnerable to all of the stuff that ego is going to lay on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really helpful. Cause I feel like it's just been sort of things have just been sort of floating around in my mind. So this is just 
just helpful to process it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that I take great comfort in, Laura, is just the realization that when the time comes, you'll know. You don't mm-hmm. ever even mm-hmm. have to think about it. It's like, it's like Jeff and the to-do list, right? Yeah. Life, life's, got, life's got you, right? Life's got you. Yeah. And when it's time for you to whatever, you'll know it. It'll occur to you, and, yeah. and you'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you might not have known what to talk about, but I've enjoyed this thoroughly, so thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Laura. And Sherry, we are going to break for a good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And Jen, I'm turning it over to you for a good news update. Great. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Sri Devi, who is here to talk with us about her experience of practicing in SWIM. Welcome, Sri Devi. Hey, Jen. Hey. So you recently had the opportunity to be in SWIM practicing, Mm -hmm. and we thought it would be fun to get to hear from you firsthand about your experience of that. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so excited to talk about it, and you know, Jen, you're gonna have to rein me in, like I, I <laughs> because there's I'll do so much to I'll share. tell you what, I'll be quiet, Sri Davy, and let you talk. How about that? Because oh, <laughs> I know there's no, a lot no, of no. to cover. <laughs> um, well, I suppose the place to start is, um, you know, of course, and I can't remember when it came out was that there was a letter sent to Sangha about the monastery move, and. I remember, I think, after reading that letter, and um, what was dropping in was, wow, okay, I wonder if help would be needed to build a new monastery. And I just recalled hearing and having heard stories about the building of the monastery in Murphy's. And just whenever I would go visit that monastery and look at those walls, you know, just thinking, like, wow, that. I wonder what that was like. You know, I wonder. And, and then there was just also all the gratitude for all of those who did that, who created mm-hmm. this space and this place for, um, for us to come as practitioners. And so, you know, that thought sat with me for a while and months go by. And then I was just like, I, I should just ask. I wonder if they need help. And, you know, of course, there came along egocentric heart reconditioning sulfate. No, they would have done it. You know, all sorts of chatter. And then it was just like one day I was like, you know, I'm just going to send an email. And I just said, is there, is there any support needed? And then, lo and behold, it was, yes, that would be wonderful. And please come. And I was like, oh, yes. I, okay, let's go. <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. and I had the glorious experience of getting to come and live in a privileged environment um, and getting to support um, support the building of the new monastery. Mm. Isn't it so, I mean, you know what, Trinity, it's so much like that first conversation that Sherry and Jeff had just on this very show, that place of letting life lead, right? Instead yeah. of getting into any ego conversation around it, just keep following the prompts. And, you know, who knows what the answer would have been in that moment, things lined up and, 
you know, that's what that, that's what the answer was. Maybe it would have been another answer, but, but just following the prompts of life's guidance and just having the adventure of letting it all unfold. Yeah. And I just, you know, the, the beauty of life and really getting how everything in life works so beautifully to allow that experience to happen. I had just Mm -hmm. left a job. I didn't know what my new job was going to be. Okay. Then a new job opportunity came, and guess what? It was 100% virtual. I could do that job from anywhere. And so, you know, and then the monastery said, yeah, actually, you can come work virtually and help. I was like, wait, what? I can do both? <laughs> and, you know, because, of course, you know, conditioning would have been like, you can't. How are you going to pay your bills? How are you can't take that kind of time off? You're the lead. You know, all of that, da 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 And it just all worked. And it, and it wasn't. You know, it was just life. It was life, the guidance and listening. And um, and then to arrive and to be a part of a process that I think the only way to describe it is to be completely and utterly in a process of love, 100%. Mm. Mm. To be completely and utterly in a process of love. And as you said, you know, that you had, when you go to the monastery in Murphy's and see you know, realize the entire thing was built by Sangha, ground up, every single thing. Yeah. There wasn't anything there, you know, decades ago when the monastery first started and really experiencing that and then getting to come here and be a part of the very first steps of creating a new home for practice. Yeah. And just, you know, I was, I was listening to some of my recordings um, from my time there and just that process of love, you know, because what an opportunity to see what ego is going to do. Because as we've often talked about, you know, one of the last places ego will go is practice, right? It's going to really mm. take you there. And so here I am, you know, working on the grounds of the new monastery, painting a building, and there comes ego. You know, Sri Devi, you better do it perfectly. You better not get a single, you know, speck <laughs> of that brown paint on that white, <laughs> you know. And just watching that whole process, because, you know, you know, because this is serious. You, you know, you're here. You know, you've got to get this perfect, because this is, this is the monastery, you know. Right. And then this just is walk- your contribution to, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, but knowing that no matter what is offered, or that everything is offered is an opportunity to end suffering. All of exactly. it. Everything exactly. is always. And everything about the environment, about the support, about the structure yeah. is all in service of that. And what yeah. dropped in in that moment was, you know, the mentor's voice coming in saying, you know, Sri Devi, just do it with love. Because I project yeah. every single person that showed up at Murphy's, you know, in, those, in, those, uh, in the army tents, you know, and in, yeah. in the, through the weather, through everything. It was, it was love, you know. Yeah. And, and I want to paint the building with love because yeah. someone's going to show up here and they're going to, look at that building or walk through that door or step on this ground or, you know, take a walk on this path. And to, to, um, to come from a place of love, not from a yeah. place of ego, what a wonderful opportunity to, to bring that to, um, to all that we were doing. Well, I've stated so perfectly, absolutely perfectly. And that is the thing, isn't it, that's so inspiring about participating really in anything in practice, but something like that's so concrete, you know, working meditation, actually being physically, you know, there working on something. It's so clear that, wow, everything in practice is practice. 
So we never, so it flagged you, right? There you are painting. And ego wants to take you out of that experience and, and make it under the guise of, you know, this is really important. I mean, it's basically taking what it knows is so important to you and trying to use that against you, right? I mean, this is all of practice forever. Song is going to see them, blah, blah, blah. And then you catch, wait a minute, that's exactly opposite of what we're actually doing here. What we're doing here is seeing that that's what's happening, letting that go and coming back to a place of love because every single thing about practice is coming from love. And that's the process that we want to be in with all of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, um, when you're there with love, the other wonderful thing that shows up right with it is fun. Because <laughs> it was a lot yes. of fun. <laughs> it was yes. so much fun. Yes. And I say this without hesitation. It was by far the best experience and the best time I have ever had in my life, ever. Wow. I got goosebumps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm right with you, Sri Devi. And I think your your little story about painting demonstrates exactly why. Because yeah. if you hadn't had that practice behind you to, first of all, hear that, then you wouldn't have caught it. And you would have been, I project, in misery and stressed out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here you are painting this thing and you're trying really hard and you get t- more and more tense. Not fun at all. You know, hard, stressful, unhappy. So because you had the ability to see it and you had the practice behind you to be able to let it go, it becomes complete fun. The whole thing is an unfolding adventure. And talk about, I was thinking about this too when Sherry was saying that thing to Jeff, what a teaching. I don't know if this is your experience, but it certainly is mine and all of it. What an extraordinary um, modeling the guide is and practice is in terms of something like this, right? There's no agenda of, there's a vision, but there's no idea that, okay, we're going to get X, Y, Z done, and then we're going to get this done, and then we're going to get that done, because it would be miserable. Instead, yeah. there's just, okay, what's here now? And then let's have fun doing that piece of it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. Like, you know, one of the, one of the, funny, one of the most wonderful, fun experiences I had was, you know, okay, so when I first showed up, you know, I had a little journal with me um, for my schedule. Okay, so what was my schedule going to be? Okay, and I was going to do this at this time, this at this time, but da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, by day seven, it was there was no schedule written any day Cause, because in the way that was just talked about yeah. also in that yeah. second conversation today, was like you just, it's life guiding you. You don't have yeah, to make right. any decision. You don't have uh-uh. to do anything. When you show yeah. up and you're there and you're open and willing yeah. and curious, yeah. <laughs> those are actually yeah. two of the words that really, yeah. really reflected my stay, willingness and curiosity. Um, when yeah. you're in those processes, then, you know, you get information and it's all right. We're going to have working meditation from this time. And then life's just dropped in. Okay, well, all right, so then I'll do this for lunch instead. And then, okay, wonderful. And then... You just go with what is because because you could plan all you want to and spend all of that time and you know and there's no guarantee anything's gonna go that way so it was like let's just not plan anything and let's just wake up and see what the day brings. (laughs) Amen, amen. Yeah. And you know it's funny as you were laying all that out, Shudavi. What dropped in too is that there's so much space for learning. That curiosity creates such a, a place for 
you know, learning about whatever it is that we're doing, right? You know, yeah. the planting that happens and, you know, what in Swim Washington, what do you plant and swim? It's all brand new, right? Building the yeah. haha or, you know, diverting water from the, you know, now we're, we're no longer in drought areas. So, like, okay, now we're learning about water and what to do with water, right? It's just, it's all such an unfolding adventure when we don't have that attachment to how it should go and how I need to make it go and creating schedules and all those things you just laid out. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the other things that I really saw that I had, I, I watched the shift in relationship with while I was there was really, really embracing not knowing because mm. there were so many things I didn't know. And, of course, conditioning yeah. would want to come along and be like, you know, Sri Devi, you, you really need to know how to do this stuff because, you, 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 you know, when you want to talk about contribution and impact, right, <laughs> in, yeah. in order to make a contribution, Sri Devi, da-da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, what my experience is is no one needed me to know anything. I think, nope. you know, my experience was, was let's, let's just show up and be open and listen yep. and communicate yes. when we weren't yes. sure, when we didn't know, or we need to clarify. Like, that was yep. a huge experience, a process around communication, and that was my job. My job was to show up, be open, yes. to listen, to communicate, and, 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 and that was it, and that's all that was needed. Yep. I mean, there was, I knew nothing. <laughs> I knew nothing about anything. But, and, but the process of learning wasn't about learning the specifics or details of anything. It was just being in the process yes. of learning, you know, whatever yes, that learning exactly. looked like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And what a contribution that is. Right? That process of not knowing, not needing to know, of not of not needing to be a someone who's going to show up in some certain way. What a contribution that is. Yeah. And again, it's so much more fun to not know because like everything is available. You know, there yeah. isn't there isn't yeah. anything that's closed off because there's a someone who knows how to do something versus, oh, if you just, if you don't know, then you just get to learn so much because all of it's new and all of it's exciting and all of it's done, again, with love and in the spirit and in the gratitude for practice and for the monastery. And that, mm. and that was, I think that was one of the most powerful things to be on the new monastery grounds and to just to just be there also from a place of such gratitude for how much Sherry, Ashwini, the monks, and all of Sangha has supported me personally in the mm. years that I've been practicing, all the support I receive mm. every second of every day, just mm. in whatever way possible to mm-hmm. to just give back. And of course in giving back I receive a million times more exactly. than I've ever given. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. But just a real Thank, it was just, you know, thank you. Thank you for all yeah. that you have done. Because, yeah. you know, the path that I was going on for a very long time, that ego center karmic conditioning path, was, you know, as we should talk about, it's not fun. It's not good. It's, not no. scary. it's pretty, pretty rough. And, and to know that there was, to have the experience that there is a whole way to be with life and with the yeah. unconditional and to get to, learn that and then get to be in an environment where to practice that every day is the the biggest gift and the best blessing ever. Amen to all of that. 
really. I, I'm th- maybe we could ask um, Sherry and, and Michael if we could just continue for <laughs> the next 20 minutes. There's so much more we could say, Sherry Davy, but I just deep gratitude for you uh, being with us today to talk about your direct experience. It's really, really fun to hear it. Yeah, and it was just, again, the best, the most fun, and such gratitude for all the support, all the generosity, mm. and that deep love um, that that exists when you're when you when we're all together in this way. It's it yeah. is the best. <laughs> it is the it best. is the best. It is the best, and it's such a great owning the projections exercise as well too. That hopefully you'll <laughs> you'll do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us, Sri Davy. Oh, thank you so much, Jen. All right. Go happy. Go happy. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, Sri Devi. And wow, Sherry, uh, I'm stunned. Uh, it's, that was an amazing <laughs> testimonial. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing uh, that Sri Devi said that it, it, to me, I mean, she said a lot, <laughs> that, that uh, it, you know, is really important to me. Um, but the thing that she said is, to have an experience that there's a different way to be in life. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Right? That's what we're doing in practice. And that's what it is for us to be together, as she's describing. Um, that there's a different way to be in life. And uh, until, we, until we have the experience... And of course, uh, it was wonderful having Sri Devi with us, and she was with us for, you know, close to two months or two months—I don't know—a long time. <laughs> and so, there—that's a, a, a beautiful part of it as well, because it, it takes it takes a while for a person. As she said, you know, first you come in and you've got the schedule and you've got to get it right. You've got to do it, and then we relax into it and we realize. Yeah, again, what we were talking about with Jeff, that you know, we don't have to be tense and stressful. We don't have to listen to voices uh, shoving us around and beating us up. And, and things happen. Huge, enormous things happen. And we can just be having a really good time while they're happening. Mm, yes. Yes, that's extraordinary. And I really appreciate it her comments about uh, not knowing. And uh, I know that's been a huge gift of practice for me is to not need to know what's going on with other people. And it, it just, you know, I can bring the, the focus back to me and just let go everything else because it's all irrelevant, really. Oh, it, it truly is. It truly is. It's so difficult for us to imagine with all of the harsh conditioning that that we've had that <laughs> that, that now this is this is this perspective I'm not the only one who holds this perspective but it is an an odd perspective to most people that what we're here for is to enjoy life and the only way that we can enjoy life is to as Sri Devi was saying to be in love to do everything with love to to feel the love for ourselves, for one another, to enjoy, to relax, to appreciate. That's, that's, that's it. To, to be with 
the unconditional, in the unconditional. That's it. And it does take practice because we're so traumatized in the other direction. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Which reminds me, Michael, I'm working on something, uh, writing something that's going to come out uh, very shortly to to the whole sangha um, about uh, follow-up, what uh, Sri Devi was talking about, something that we're, um, what, that we're getting ready to uh, launch and that we want everyone to know about and feel invited to and to be able to participate with. So I hope people will keep an eye out for that. That sounds exciting. I will keep an it eye. Is. I'm I'm very excited about it. Extremely excited about it. So yes, I think it's going to be um, marvelous. And I hope I hope yeah I hope everybody will uh, hear what Sri Devi said and uh, take it to heart and know that um, that our opportunity is to be together and and to learn to live in love and enjoy life. So yep. Great, great. And we have another caller here, Sherry. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry and Michael. It's Mark in Chicago. Hey, Mark. Oh, hello, Mark. Hi. What's going on? So I have had something occur recently that I've never uh, experienced before. I've never remembered my dreams. And recently, oh. I not only remember my dreams, but I'm, wo- I'm woken up because quite violent and, and frightening and disturbing, and uh, I'm not able mm. to go back to sleep. And, mm. you know, I've tried a couple different things, and uh, I'm not being very successful. Of course, what, what I'd love to do is, you know, put this all behind me and, and uh, you know, have some chamomile tea and just go back to sleep. But that's just not, mm-hmm. that's not happening. Up your melatonin. Yeah, my melatonin, right? You know, I mean, there's a couple parts to this. One is the, you know, who moved my cheese, right? I don't like anything changing. And, and so now all of a sudden I'm remembering my dreams, don't have any experience with it, and, and don't really like it. And the other part, of course, is that there's such, uh, you know, strange dreams. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a couple of suggestions, things to try. Great. Um I don't know, I'm sure you've been on retreat enough that we've we've talked about this, but very often when people go on a retreat that, you know, in the, in the retreat industry, uh, it's understood that you want people to be on retreat for at least three days because it takes three days for the, the system to settle down and uh, transition from, you know, the craziness of the world to a slower pace. And... Um, so when people are on retreat for longer than that, say, you know, five days, seven days, something like that, what happens to them is that they begin to have nightmares. And not, you know, <laughs> beyond bad dreams, as you, as you say, they're nightmares. And, uh, and people develop a fear of going to sleep, uh, an inability to sleep. But if they do fall asleep, they're afraid they're going to have one of those nightmares. And um, so... It, I would project that the reason that this, I, I hesitate to say this, but I know you can take it, okay? The reason it's happening to you is that your awareness is increasing and deepening. And what happens with that, there are a couple of things that happen with that. One, 
the most obvious piece of it is ego gets threatened. Okay, um, and so there is that element to it um, that if it can't have the same level of control over you during the day, then this is an element, uh, a place where it can insert itself and um, and regain some of its control. So so there's that. Um, the second part of it is that um, as we go deeper with uh, awareness, we actually do hit uh, different levels of experience. Um, and because this is a non-separate reality, we all have all experience. You know, people don't want to think of themselves as Hitler or Putin or um, people closer to home that they might have a similar opinion of. Um, that, you know, we don't, we, we work very hard not to be in touch with any of those kinds of impulses. And the closest that most, you know, good spiritual types uh, come to that is when they realize uh, the level of rage or violence that they might feel when they see someone being victimized, um, you know, that, that sort of thing that people can, can get into a... Uh, well, a violent mode. You know, there are people who would see things like what's happening in Ukraine and wish that Putin, somebody would kill Putin. Um, and and it, it almost feels like a good person perspective to have. But if we're honest about it, it's coming from violence, right? And so we get in touch with these uh, places in ourselves that uh, we're able not to be in touch with when we are in our normal waking state, right? The reason that, you know, uh, with something like drinking too much alcohol, um, that what happens with people is they lose their ability to, to make good judgments, right? They, they will say and do things that they wouldn't ordinarily say and do because the mechanism that stops them from doing that is drunk, Okay, so there's that element of it as well. The other thing that can be helpful uh, to, as a perspective with something like this is to realize how much that, that state that you're in is actually like your waking state. That in both of them, um, there's, there's, an, there's, a, there's a dreamlike quality to it. Okay, and so realizing that increasingly, how much the moods that you go through during the day, uh, like when you have one of those nightmares, you wake up, you can feel a, a residual, um, <laughs> a residual residue, <laughs> uh, an emotional, almost like an emotional hangover from something like that. You're really affected. Is that is that true? That is a perfect word. Emotional hangover. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so here's my encouragement, Mark. Now, all of that is to just encourage you that it's perfectly normal, you're fine, there's nothing wrong. Um, and, and it's true that we do wish for <laughs> unpleasant things not to happen, but they are going to because it, it's a process, ending suffering is a process of facing and embracing everything. And what do we need to face and embrace? Uh, well, the stuff that we haven't, 
been willing to face and embrace it up till now, right? Mm-hmm. And so here's some some things that you can try. Um, you can uh, do. You have a recording and listening practice. Yes. Okay. So you can engage the mentor with this. Okay. You can talk about what goes on with you, what your fears are, the upset, how much you don't like it, how much you wish this were, and yet that you know, <laughs> you know, you need to approach it as a spiritual opportunity, right? And so, how can you do that? And so, you, you, what you're basically doing is moving from, oh God, I don't want this to happen, I wish it would stop, which is exactly where ego wants us, right? Frightened if possible, resistant, um, hating our experience, right? And we're moving into a, okay, (laughs) uh, there's something to see in this, there's something to learn, and you're moving into curiosity about it. So what happens to you? Does it, do you have these nightmares every night? Is it at a certain point? Does, is it affected by what you eat? Is it affected by, uh, um, did you drink a lot of water right before you went, you know? Are there those kinds of physical aspects to it? And then uh, the nightmares themselves. What, what, what do they reveal to you? Um, is there, is there a, um, a lot of, you know, are you killing people? So there's a Tibetan Buddhist uh, uh, thing that they they talk about. So you go to bed uh, and uh, and you fall asleep. And in your dream, uh, because you're cold as you're sleeping, you get up and go in the other room and you take the blanket off of the bed of the person there and you come back and you get in your bed and you go back to sleep because you're nice and warm. And then in the next sequence of it, um, you you are cold when you're sleeping. You go into the next room. You hit the person over the head and you take the blanket. You come back and you wrap yourself up in it. And you the next sequence is you go in and you kill the person. You take the blanket and you come back in. Now each of those we're we're going to have a very different reaction to, right? And so watching what's there and watching our reaction to it is where the freedom for us lies which is my best encouragement for you to get really curious about the whole thing. In the same way that you would be curious if somebody moved your cheese, you might be really annoyed, but if nobody in the house is moving it, then you really want to find out what's going on. Yeah, the one thing you really hit down the center line there was I'm, I'm really working through some issues with anger over some you know you variety of content during go. the day, so that fits right in with what uh, yeah what there you're you talking go. about. Yeah, the other thing is this, yeah. this is almost like an alarm clock. I mean, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning every day, and I could set my clock. Yes, well, you know, for uh, Eastern medicine people, they call that liver time. Uh, that it's when the liver is dumping its stuff, and so um, it's also tends to be the the uh, people have a, a downtime at three o'clock in the afternoon. That's when they hit the coffee and the sugar, right? Because they're so with uh, the circadian rhythm. It, so uh, that and so it's very that's that's a very good time for it to happen because you're so close to the surface, right? And so you wake up and you're very much in touch with what was going on. Now the good news about this, Mark, is that this kind of stuff is affecting us, 
all the time, whether we know it or not. You, you hear people in practice talk about the struggle that they wake up into in the morning, right? That, they're, that they, they're in a bad mood or they're depressed or they're upset or they're whatever, and they just woke up into it. Well, the reason that they woke up into it is that that's what was going on while they were sleeping, and they mm-hmm. came to into that, into that situation. So it's much the same thing uh, that you're looking at. And, and it's just an opportunity for us to realize this, this underground <laughs> uh, system that is, has such, not, it's beyond influence, right? It has control over, uh, over our lives. And that's why recording and listening is so important. Uh, if people have insomnia and that sort of thing, of course, I encourage them to listen to recordings uh, all night long because when they, um, when they are sleeping, instead of going into conditioned mind and going with whatever is there, there's a tendency to listen and then the connections are made with what they're hearing rather than there's a, an open space for them to go to conditioned mind and be affected by that. So there's, there's a huge amount going on here, and it's a tremendous opportunity, and I realize it's really hard. No, that's really great. I really appreciate those suggestions, and I'm going to go back and listen to this again and Good. make some and, notes and, on and, this. This, keep, this is great. Keep us posted, okay? Because it's a, it really is a, it's such a fruitful time in practice. And it's really important uh, that we have the support that we need so that ego doesn't talk us into hating it or being frightened by it or whatever. Because if, this wouldn't be happening to you if you weren't ready for it to happen. All righty. All right. Off he Thanks goes. Thanks very much. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Okay, good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Uh, that was another amazing conversation, Sherry. What just dropped in is the courage of all of us going up to yeah. as it is and the courage that practice gives us to do that. Yes, and it's so interesting, isn't it, Michael, that the, the juxtaposition. So we talk about how much fun practice is and yeah. how, how relaxing it is and what a good time it is, which is true. <laughs> and then there's what we're talking about here where we're going to be required to face every painful, difficult, suffering thing um, that is associated with us. And both of those are true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Big life. Yeah. Big life. And <laughs> we are at the top of the hour and it's been a fabulous show and I'm grateful for you and for everyone. And I'm grateful for you and for everyone, and thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Sherry. Go happy. All right. Good night, Michael. Go happy.